Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show. We help people build wealth, do work they love, and actually learn to like hanging out with each other. They build great relationships. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw, and we're taking your calls on just about anything. Life, work, money, relationships, all of it. 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. Let's run out to the NYC and talk to BEN. What's up, Ben? How we doing? Hi, how are you? Thanks so much for taking my call. You too. What up? Okay, uh, here's my situation. Uh, My wife and I are in our late 30s. We live in a New York City suburb. We have two children, uh, nine and five, and we have a third coming in November. My wife and and I have both worked at the same place for the last eight years. Uh, It's been really convenient. It's just 10 minutes from our house. They've had on-site daycare for the kids. And up until now, we've managed to be a one-car family. We have a sedan that we paid for in cash. Um, A job opportunity came up for myself, which is going to be a significant income increase. Um, But also at the same time, we had some leadership changes at our institution and kind of this was necessitated as well. Um, But the new job will be a longer commute, 45 minutes to an hour, and it'll necessitate having a second vehicle now, not to mention with the third child, we're feeling a little bit cramped in our car. We've received um, several um, pieces, you know, several recommendations from family members and friends, um, and we're looking at minivans, either the Honda Odyssey or the Toyota Sienna. My question is, um, given the kind of funkiness of the used car market and the inflated prices, does it make more, sorry, I'm sorry, the the last part is that when I leave my institution, I'm going to be getting a $35,000 check that's after taxes. Um, for all of my unused second vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is, we've got a couple of options here. We can pay for, uh, we should be able to pay for um, a used Honda Odyssey with 38,000 miles or so entirely in cash. Mm-hmm. We could get a new Honda Odyssey, pay most of it in cash and have a small you know, finance, or we could do the Sienna, which um, is more expensive. However, it's also a hybrid the mileage is almost twice as good as the Odyssey. Um, so I'm you're a guy, you're, you've done your research, like you've dug into this very, very deeply, mm-hmm. which is good. Yes, I'm just, yes, I'm just not quite sure how you do the math here and what makes more sense. Yeah. If you should kind of buy used with the cash or does it make more sense to buy new even though it's, you know, we're well, based, small, based on what you've bit, said, right. you're starting to feel the pinch of what's going on. There's enough things to stress about. You've got a child coming on the way. You're switching jobs, longer commute. Adding debt to this equation, I think, is not the move. Um, I'm never going to mm-hmm. suggest going into debt over anything, especially mm-hmm. a car that you can get something really, really great and pay 100% cash for. So mm-hmm. that would be my first note of advice to you is do not go into debt uh, over a car note um, and over a vehicle. My second question is, do you have any other debt? Just the mortgage, that's it. Just the mortgage. Okay, yeah, then I would... And do you have three to six months of expenses set aside? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'm not going into debt over a car when you've got cold hard cash sitting there burning a hole in your pocket. Have you done okay, the? Um, have you done the? It's not really a math equation. You seem like a guy that mm-hmm. is really good with a spreadsheet. Have you actually driven to and from your new job at the time that you'll be going? Here's why I say that. Not at the. 
Not at the time. <laughs> That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not at the time I'll be going, but just sort of Google Map data. It should okay. be somewhere between 45 and an hour without, you know, later in the day. You know, I can make it there in, you know, 25 minutes without the traffic. Okay. I, I think it's worth, um, if you can sneak away, just giving it a shot and making that drive. And here's mm-hmm. why. Um, there's some data that suggests the longer the commute, really the worse all of your, out, your health outcomes become over time. And mm-hmm. I have personally just, um, Huberman calls it anecdata. Just my experience has been the longer my commute, um, the more chaotic my life tends to be. And the more you got a third kid coming in and you're going to be in the car two mm-hmm. hours a day now. And so a conversation with your wife may include if we take this job and it ends up being amazing um, and we have a third kid do we have a conversation about 12 months, 18 months that we start thinking about, are we going to move closer to this job? Is this going to be a, a, a long-term solution, et cetera? Um, but that doesn't solve your problem right now, but I do think it's worth a conversation. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right on. Um, I've been a part of this. Uh, like I said, I'm about to, I would be, I would be about to lose my job at my current institution just because we had a leadership change. Um, this I'm going from 100,000 a year to 150. I guess I'm kind of, a, and it's also a VP title, uh, which I didn't have before. I guess I'm kind of approaching it as this could be like a two-year thing, and then kind of use that um, title change to help find something closer to home, some a remote opportunity, something like that. Okay, are you in the university setting, by the way? I am. Yeah. <laughs> You're using the coded language that I used for 20 years. Well done, man. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with Jade. I, I wouldn't borrow, absolutely wouldn't take out a loan on that. No, not at all. All right, let's run out to Welcome to Miami and talk to Jacob. What's up, Jacob? How you doing? Thank you so much for taking my call. You got it. Hey, we're up against the clock, so hop right into your question. What's up, man? Awesome, man. So, um, so my question is, I have about $40,000 saved up in my bank. Um, I have a couple of debts, um, and I would like to purchase a home within the next six to 12 months. Um, my question is kind of just, I don't know if I should pay off the debts or if I should continue to just grow uh, my bank account for that down payment. Um, how much debt do you have? Um, so I have, uh, almost $12,000 in a personal loan from a debt consolidation that I did. Uh huh. That's at a. 23% 23% interest. Yeah. What else? Um, I have a car, a brand new car I just got. I, I owe about $23,000 Jacob, that. what you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Going into more no, debt when you know. have a debt consolidation already? So so the, the debt consolidation, like it was consolidated and now I'm just paying off that loan. I know, but uh, then you went and got into more debt with this car. For sure, for sure. I, I needed a car, though. I didn't have Yes, anything. but you didn't you need a brand new car. $40,000 in the bank. You didn't need a brand new car, and you certainly didn't need to go into debt for it. I'm calling you out on it because the reason I'm calling course, you out on it is because I don't want you to end up in a situation where you're having to do debt consolidation again. And what we've learned from this, and I want all the viewers to listen up, what we've learned from this situation is debt consolidation does not break the habit of taking on debt. And we've just now seen it here. It just moves it around and makes you think you've done something. So Jacob, to answer your question, I would take the money that you have. I would pay off your debt. What's your income? 
Um, I'm bringing about eighty to ninety thousand uh, dollars. I have a full time job that brings in about fifty to sixty, and then I have a couple of side jobs. Yeah, let's pay off that. I do. Let's take that forty thousand. Let's pay off this debt today. I want you to keep a thousand dollars aside. Whatever's left, add that with your three to six months of income. And I don't want you taking out a mortgage until you've got the correct amount down payment saved, anywhere between five to twenty percent. Where the uh, where the payments no more than twenty five percent of your take home pay. You're broke. You can't afford a house. Pay yeah. your debts off, Jacob. This is the Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org budget. That's chministries.org budget. This is The Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. So I'm holding an article here from CNN.com, written by Nicole Goodkind. The headline is, U.S. debt rises to $33 trillion as government shutdown looms. Article begins, as the U.S. debt passes $33 trillion and a government shutdown looms, Wall Street feels defensive. The shutdown could sour sentiment and deal a blow to an economy already dealing with high gas prices, auto worker strikes, and elevated inflation, with some saying it could even increase the possibility of a recession. Let me be real clear. If the government shuts down, you're going to see catastrophic losses across the board because the world depends on one thing, the United States to pay their bills. And we have a group of grownups sitting in a sandbox throwing sand at each other, and they're going to set off a bomb in the name of ha 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 or an Instagram post um, or in the name of a soundbite for their next campaign. And they're going to, what a catastrophic mess. So Jade, when I see us debt rise to 33 trillion, um, this is me just being honest and vulnerable with my friend here in front of a, I don't know, a couple of dozen million people. <laughs> Come um, on. It sets off an anxiety in me. Does it? Like it, 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 it will if I if I if I dwell on it, it will make it hard to breathe mm. because I'm doing what I can in my home yeah. and I'm looking at the world. I got a seven year old little girl and a thirteen year old boy. I'm looking at the world they're inheriting, inheriting, and it makes it hard for me to wrap my head around the world they're going to be living in because a bunch of adults act like such immature bratty children and have created such a quagmire. And I see this number going up and up. And no matter who you vote for, whatever side you vote for, everybody's lying to you so they can get in and do what they want to do. <sighs> help me. Help me. $33 trillion <laughs> is a lot of money. I mean... And here's the thing. I can't do anything about it. I mean, when I see things like this, I, I'll i be honest, I'm almost on the exact opposite spectrum of you. I don't bat much of bat much attention to it. I mean, I see it and I go, that sucks. That's bad. Um, 
but you can only control the controllables. And for most of us, that's looking at our own house. Like these are the times, a lot of times we're like, zoom out, zoom out. This is the time where I'm like, zoom in, Mm. like zoom in and don't look at the giant statistic. Don't look at the big, scary monster. Zoom in and go, okay, what's my part in this? Am I participating in this? Do I have a say in this? Can I control this? And what can I control? Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think I get a lot of peace out of that, of going, okay, I I know where my power lies and I know what control I have. And that over there has zero to do with it. Yeah. Because I can't do anything about it. Right. And I can't do anything about that. All I can do is make sure I'm not contributing to the problem. Make sure, you know, because all of this is connected. Mm-hmm. It's all connected. Right. And as American people, we what we do affects the economy. That affects national economies. That affects all of this. Global U.S. Economy, debt, right, global right, economies. Right. And so play your part. Yeah. Like shoot your shot and play your hand the right way. And for most of us, that looks like handling your financial ho- household as well as you possibly can, being a good steward of the money that you have. Because here's the thing. No one can point the finger at the government and no one can point the finger at red or blue if in their own house... It's a hot mess. Right. And we already know that most Americans, that's that's what it is. So instead of getting so like, uh, and I'm not yelling at you, but it, no, 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 I know I, you got your stuff together. No, but, it, but, it's, it, but it's, it's good because it's, it's I, I'm allowing myself to be distracted. Yeah. Right. I'm allowing myself to be distracted and to be frustrated at things that I really can't do. I get a vote every two years and I get yep. a vote every four years. Yep. And that's the, that's the game that I'm in and that's the game I get to play. And so I get to make my vote. Mm-hmm. Um <sighs> So it, this reminds me of a call Dave and I took right after COVID. Um, maybe it was 2021, early 2021. Um, and it was from a school teacher in New York mm-hmm. who, I mean, the lockdowns were very severe and we're teaching an elementary school. I don't remember exactly what she was teaching, but an elementary school teacher on, on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And she just looked at her student loan debt, which I think was 100,000 bucks. She owned yeah. a bunch of money, uh, owed a bunch of money. And she just said, I'm done. And she worked like a maniac. Yeah. She got up before the crack of dawn and drove and delivered food. She got, yeah. she taught all day. She yeah. worked l- until late, 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 late. Yeah. And she just burned through and paid it all off. Yeah. Like she just said, I'm, I cannot do this. And so I want to challenge people. I love what you're saying. Like control, you can control. We say that all the time. So here's me doing this in real time. I feel this. My body feels $33 trillion in the fear I have for my little girl and my little boy. Mm-hmm. Also, I also feel the fear of our elected officials acting like freaking children. I'm going to shut you down. I'm going to shut, I'm going to take the, my ball and go home instead of getting in a room and saying, hey, I don't care who wins because yeah. if you win and I lose, we all lose. Can we help solve this problem for this country, please? So instead of that, um, I'm going to feel those feelings. They're real. Sure. And then I'm going to go do yep. the next right thing, which yeah. is make sure I don't owe anybody any money. Mm-hmm. Make sure my neighbors are, are know that I'm a resource for them yeah. if they need some support and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep my eyes open for other people I can serve and love. And um, I'm going to turn the news off. And um, I mean, it's that I'm going to double down on relationships because what else can you do? Right. It's that cliche that we hear. It's on T-shirts, on mugs. It's you being the change that you want to see. That's it. You cannot point fingers and say, oh, look at them. They're doing this. These are terrible people. These are horrible. Are you a good boss? Are you a good, you know, are you a great person to work with? Are you a great spouse? Are you handling your money? Like, that's what we have to do is look back and go, "Okay, I can't just keep throwing stones. I've got to 
do the best that I can do for me in my house and set an example. The more you put in the world, light pushes out dark. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, man. And remember, I don't get political. Jeez, <laughs> it's funny you're striving not to get political i'm striving not to get spiritual because i <laughs> i go straight i go straight to the top on stuff like this i'm like oh what is your hope truly in but that's I, that's I mean, a conversation for another day that is true all right all i'm right. gonna yes we're gonna get ourselves canceled talking about politics and jesus in the i know same, i know in right don't <laughs> Uh, let's go to Orlando, where they've got it all together, and talk to the great and powerful Jared. What's up, Jared? How you doing, guys? Hey, I agree with both of you. Awesome. You I know, but stay. which one's more right? <laughs> One of us is a little bit righter, Jared. <laughs> What's up, man? I'm, I'm, fe- I'm feeling your frustration more than the other one. Um, I'm doing good. Um, I am somewhere between baby step three and baby step four and hoping you guys can get me in the right direction on that. Yes. Um, so, uh, we are a single income family. Um, and, uh, over the last year we moved across the state, switched jobs, uh, sold a house, bought a house, a lot of craziness. Mm -hmm. Um, so buying a house, moving in, we wound up, you know, we, we planned for, fixing some things and we had some cash set aside from the equity of the last house to roll into that. So that all handled itself fine. And then, you know, there were a few more things than we thought as it goes. So we went a little further into the emergency fund than my plan had been with switching jobs and everything. So right now we're sitting on about five months of, of four walls expenses in reserve. And I'm working with a smart investor pro and he's telling me like, uh, you know, you're in a very high demand field because I work in technology. It's like you really don't need six months because he's trying to get me to invest. And I'm like, I hear you dude, but you're working on, you know, management fees for me here. So you're, you're not entirely an impartial opinion here. So I'm True. just, I'm just trying to figure out like, it, is it supposed to be four walls? Is it supposed to be, yeah. Your regular expenses is supposed to be a month of income that you're like, what's yeah. the actual metric and what do I really need? Cause I know single income, it's supposed sure. to be six months. Typically. Yeah, Jared, you're, you're asking all the right questions and thank you for asking that. Cause I know plenty of people looking at our YouTube or listening to this on podcasts are wondering the same thing. And we really do it based mm-hmm. off of basic expenses, not necessarily all the way down to four walls, but if you were to lose your job, lose your income, wh- how much money do you need to keep your household ticking? I'm not talking about getting your nails done. I'm talking about keeping your household ticking. So for most people, you know, you can go through and see what that's going to be. In your case, you've got a single income. I'm going with six months of expenses. Forget what that advisor's saying. You're right. He's trying to get more money quicker. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information.
Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw. We're taking your calls on just about everything. 888-825-5225. Let's go out to D-A-N. Dan in St. Louis, Missouri. I don't know why I'm spelling Why are you name spelling today. people's uh, names? I was out too late last night. What's up, Dan? <laughs> How are you? How are you? Dude, we are rocking on to the break of dawn, my brother. What's up? Uh, question I got for you. Um, I've been divorced for about... Uh, about seven years, and uh, my current girlfriend, I've been dating her since um, I've been divorced uh, for about seven years. Uh, just kind of curious. She's, you know, I guess traditional, and I am too in a sense, but um, she, you know, I've been pushing to get married. Um, I don't have anything against marriage or anything, um, even though I've been divorced. Uh, but I guess kind of my main issue uh, with it is, you know, I just, um, I became, you know, wealthy here, you know, recently, uh, probably in the last, you know, five years. Uh, I've, I have my own company uh, that I run and I'm very successful at it. And um, it just, it just makes me think of, you know, if that's a smart move, I I've been through the court system. It's not fair. It's really not fair for anybody. You know, they're just bloodthirsty, you know, tyrants. And I don't really ever want to be in that situation ever again. Um, you know, I know you can do prenups and whatnot, but in the end, those things are, you know, like toilet paper in a sense. I mean, um, I mean, they're not, but, but here, here, let's, let's, what is it about your girlfriend of seven years that you don't trust? Well, it's not that I don't trust. It I is. Mean, I it, it is. It's it just... is. It is. You don't trust her. Because you built a life for almost a decade with her, yet over here, your language is, I've become wealthy. So you've created a life of your own inside of this seven-year relationship. Why don't you trust her? Is it because you got burned bad with your ex and you're dragging no, that I, old relationship? No, actually I didn't. No, okay. I, I didn't get burned at all through my ex. I, I actually got burned through my parents okay. and it's still kind of ongoing in, in a sense, but um, it's just, it, 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 you know, in a sense it, it's, it, it, I, I don't know. I just, I, I have this life that, you know, I want to travel the world and, and do these things and, and I, I'll be able to do that. And it's not, the responsibility both but, jade and know, I, I have traveled the world with our spouses and it's been infinitely better than traveling around by ourselves. yeah because when i went i wasn't like sam this is what i can afford to do sorry you can't come because you can't afford to do that i wasn't like i'm gonna ride on this plane you ride on that plane and i'm gonna stay in this hotel because i can afford it and you stay in that hotel uh that's you know a couple stars smaller and I get to eat at this restaurant because I can afford it, but you've got to order the side salad. Do you see how kind of crazy that sounds? Yeah, I understand. And, and I've been wrestling with that for years, you know, but it's like, it, it's also a thing too, where it's like, you know, I've risked 
stuff and I've worked my ass off to get, you know, where yeah. I'm at and I don't want to give that up and like But you, you okay, let's stop right there though. Stop right there. Challenge that thought. Give it up to who? Is the woman you've been with for seven years the kind of person that will take you for everything? She'll do you wrong, she'll cheat on you, she'll steal from you and take half of your stuff and take off. Is that who she is? No, she, no, that's, no. That's okay, then why are you carrying well. that story around? Because I can't wait to get wealthy with my wife as my partner. I can't wait. Because I've met a bunch of miserable, wealthy, single dudes. Yeah, and I understand. I, it, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, like, it's I, been taught that, you know, I've worked so hard and so long. And, and it's, and it's not she, that I'm not But she's been with you. Living. She's been with you for, for 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 all five of those years. Well, can I can I pull another thread on this? Um, well, I, the first question I have is, how wealthy are you? Well, I'm 41. Um, you know, I don't know. I'd say probably like 1.2, 1. 1.5. 1. Okay. okay, good. Someone in there. And you know, the, the thing is, is, but a lot of my wealth is in my company because everything sure. I have, I own. Of course. And, you know, I own my house. I own my cars. I don't owe... I hate loans. I absolutely hate loans. And, and so, I refuse to ever get a loan. And that's the that's the know? that's the thread I want to pull. Something about what you're saying about you, you believe the opposite is true about her because you keep saying how much of a hard worker you are and how much you hate debt. That's making me believe that you that's why I want to know more about the fiance because you're not married yet, so you don't have to do anything yet, but do you, uh, if you can be honest, I don't know if she listens to the show, but is there part of you that's like, hey, I feel like she's not a hard worker. I feel like she doesn't have the same views as me on debt and money. Like, can I pull that thread a little bit? No, she, she's actually a hard worker. She really is. But it, it, but in life to be successful, you have to work harder on yourself than on your job is what Jim Rohn would say. And I'm a fluent listener of, of him. I never thought I'd be ever taking advice from a dead man before, but the guy was, was amazing. I, I listened to a lot of this stuff, you know, uh, hey, Dan, people... Dan, I think you need to, I think you need to break up with your girlfriend today. You, you don't think that you guys are on the same Set her free. level. Set her free. Because well, I don't, I don't, I, I, I know you're, I know you're not going to, and I know I'm just a knucklehead on a podcast. I get that on the radio. But you don't trust her. You don't have a. You want to have this this life that you're creating alone, yet have her as a hood ornament. You you say. No, I'm not trying to do that. I, I think. I, no, I think we're able to build. You know, as a team. But you you but keep saying just, I. I've built this money. I've done this stuff. This is mine. I don't want anyone to take it from me. Mm-hmm. And you've been well, with the same woman for seven years. And. And let me add to that, what I would be listening for, let me juxtapose it with what I would be listening for on a healthy side. And John, you're you're the guy who knows this, so you tell me. If I hear someone talk about their soon-to-be spouse, I also I don't hear them say, well, I do this, I do this. I hear them say, oh man, and my husband, he's so good at holding me accountable. And I'm not great with this, but he's so good with that. And even though I'm, you know, this is one of the things I'm good at, but he adds so much to the equation. Like you're constantly balancing each other out. I haven't heard you say one good thing about her you haven't said, or one you thing haven't said that we. she brings to the table or how she's an asset. Like I'm looking for that sort of language. So, well, I mean, she is, you know, the other thing too is, is, you know, I have, you know, two girls that are almost grown and she has, you know, two boys that are almost grown. Here, here's the, the, 
here's the equation that I'm really stuck in. And I'm, I'm just having contemplations about really the whole thing is my business. Ha- I, I need to get a commercial, you know, shop. Okay. I need, I need a big place because I've been running this out of my house and I, I've exploded my house. I have, it, it, my house is, is my work. Okay. And it's just, it's too much. So I have to sell and I need to move forward with this. And I've been kind of wanting to move to, you know, like either Tennessee or Texas or something. Cause that's, I just, you know, got a calling to go to either one of those two places. I really love Tennessee. Been there many times. Yeah. 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 Get, get to the, um, get to the, get to what you're talking about. You're just, you're, so, you know, she doesn't really want to move. Okay, know, that's it right there. That's it right there. That's it right there. Unless she's married. Unless she's married, which I understand. I, I totally understand. You don't want to marry her. You don't want to marry her. And you're not, no, you no, should not no, marry her just that. to get you I, to come with her. You no, should no, not marry it, her for that. No, no, I understand that. But it, it it's dragging the kids and, you know, resetting everything and, and getting a bigger, you know, like, a you know, you got six people girlfriend so, girl, girlfriend if you're listening <laughs> go it's time to leave hey, it's you, time to go on Dan, because you gotta let her your go, guy man. is not you gotta let her go here's why you've been with the same person for seven years you can say what you want but behavior is a language you don't trust her you don't want to build a future with her you're annoyed at how big the house is going to get you're going to have to get a shop and she might not be called the Texas and she's too traditional all these things and I believe you probably did get burned hard and it's it's the worst. And your parents are still a mess. You got kids involved. I get it. Let her go. Mm-hmm. Don't drag her behind the car of your life. We'll be right back. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. This is the Ramsey Show. And if you want us to tell you to break up with your girlfriend, give us a call. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. Um. So Jade, we were just out the lobby. Um. And if you come visit us here at Ramsey headquarters in Franklin, just south of Nashville, um, you come get some free cookies and coffee and drinks or whatever. And there's a bookstore here, and we'll take photos and sign your sign your books and stuff. Um, she didn't give us permission, so we won't say her name. But somebody told us a cool story out there. Yeah, she was like, I was making forty thousand dollars, or a little bit more than forty thousand. I heard you guys talking on the radio about it being important to get your income up, and most of us. It's just a few tweaks that we can make to really bring in more money. And she took that advice to heart and in a very short period of time, more than doubled her income and is making like a hundred thousand a year. Right. Is, did I get that right? Yeah. Okay. And so me and John are sitting there like, that is incredible. Like your boss slapped her a high five. And I said to John, I said that w- what's amazing about her is that she was able to do that. But what bothers me is most of us in society could never tell the people in our circle something like that without them getting very weird, right? Like how many people, I mean, think about it. If you're listening in your car right now, you're watching on YouTube, think about the people, count on your hands, that if you doubled your income tomorrow, you could call them up and be like, dude, let me tell you what just happened. Think about the people that you could tell in your circle, hey, I just became a millionaire today. Think about the people in your circle that you could tell and you know they would be happy if you said, I paid off my house today. For most of us, we don't have that. We don't have it. We have a culture addicted to entering rooms, butt cracks first. <laughs> and what, here's what I mean by that. Hey, how was your weekend, Jade? <laughs> it was fine, dude. The kids were, uh, my husband, Sam, was, uh, and because if I say, hey, how was your weekend? And you're like, freaking awesome. It was awesome. Like, 
Husband helped out. He was great. The kids and I, we had a great weekend. Yeah. I'm going to roll my eyes and go, oh, it must be nice. Must be nice. Dude, I wish my, I wish my wife would be. And oh, I hate that. The must, yeah, it must be nice. Hey, dude, guess what? I just d- did some reimagining of my home business, and within a month, I've doubled my income. Instead of running around screaming together, it's like, yes. oh, that must be nice. I had to do this project. Or, <laughs> or better yet, John, what if we were the type of people that... If somebody says, hey, I just doubled my income, what if we were the type of people that said, really, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? How did you do that? Because I would love to do that. Yes, yes. That's a whole other level of maturity, of just like personal acceptance to be able to look at somebody else, congratulate them first, ask how they did it next. When you look out over the skyline in New York City and you think, look how tall those buildings are. How'd they get so tall? I want to build a tall building. I want to be just like them. Yeah. When you get to that level of, I just want to be just like them, you'll find it's much easier to knock a building down than it is to build one. And it's so much, it's so much faster, it's so much easier to dismiss somebody's joy mm. than recognize the gap in your own life and say, I, I'm not there. I want to yeah. get there in my marriage. I want to get there with my finances. I want to get there with my relationship with my daughter. Yeah. How do we get there? Let's do that. Want, let's do that. And not even making an, an ROI. How do I, how do I, how do I, but just good for you. Good for you. Good for you. I walked out of the building the other day and uh, one of my buddies walked up. He was like, I mean, it had nothing to do with the conversation. He's like, yeah, we paid off our house the other day. And I could have turned flips. I was so <laughs> excited. Like I, I was ready to do cartwheels. Like, you know, like let's frolic in the field and like jump up, <laughs> you know, like that scene in Rocky where they're on the beach and they're like high-fiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was how I was feeling in my mind. I was like, this is amazing. Good for you. And that is the type of culture that you should be creating with your friend group, with your family members. Yeah. Like, because here's the thing, if you can talk about that kind of stuff, you can talk about the other stuff too. No one's gonna, if you can't tell someone the good stuff, then they're tell not your them, friend. They're, they're not, not your, your friend. friend. They're not your friend. You shouldn't just have to, you shouldn't be in relationships that all you can do is complain together. That's exactly right. Because then your community is formed by who y'all hate together. <gasps> and then you get our current political system, which is has nothing to do with solving a problem. Yes. It has everything to do with tearing your idea down. Yes. There is no, hey, we just need to figure this out. And so if it's all about complaining, 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 it's all about, oh, we hate them and it's them and it's Mm -hmm. those folks instead of, dude, let's do something amazing. Yeah. I I remember- And then there's no room for solutions either. No. Well, the only solution is you can't have a solution. Your solution is stupid. Then we can't complain anymore together. That's right. And you got two football teams playing defense and the ball never moves. Man. Because I'm trying not, yeah, anyway, I I, I remember like, and I'll get choked up, so I got to be careful. I remember- um, book. My last book goes number one. I had some a, a run of speaking gigs. I had just a run, mm-hmm. and I come from a family without a lot. And mm-hmm. my wife comes from a family without a lot. Mm-hmm. Four hardworking parents that did that worked their butts off. Yeah, didn't have a lot, and it was just a wild year. And Dave is super, super, super generous to us. And I called one of my friends back home, and I said, I don't even want to tell this, but here's what our year was last year. Oh, yes. And dude, he. His name was Todd. He cheered on the phone. And he's like, dude. And he said, I know how hard you've been working. Yes. And, and they made fun of me for years because he was the one that made the most. And the other, other one of my buddies made the middle. And I was always the guy with all the degrees that was working in the university, making less than him. And dude, they cheered and cheered. And it was this like, dude. And then it was like, you're, and then it ended with, 
I'm never buying dinner with you again. Like, fair <laughs> enough. He's my buddy. Of course he's going to rag on me, right? Yeah. But it was that moment that I had somebody to call and just say, hey, can I just celebrate this with you? Yes. And he's like, oh, it'd be my life's honor. Yes. And when my mom one day gets sick, I'm going to call him too. And he's going to weep with me. That's yeah. what friendship is, right? That's what connection is. I love that. Um, I have a couple of friends that I can tell them whatever's going on and it's that same feeling. And for anybody listening, I, I want to challenge you not to shrink back. Because when you're in relationships where you feel like you can't come into the room, like you said, if you have to come in butt crack first is a problem. If you can't come into the room as you fully are and feel celebrated and want to be celebrated, then it's like, why would you shrink back around those people? And some of us, we feel it with our family, right? You can't, you came from, you came from a certain family and it's like, oh, you think you're really something now, you know, (laughs) you're getting ahead now, you know, you don't come to the family reunion like you used to, Mm -hmm. you know, it's that kind of feeling. And we immediately feel like we have to, and my friend gets on me all the time for this. She's like, Jade, you're constantly like dumbing, like bringing it down and be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, stop doing that. Stop. You don't have to dumb it down for those folks. If they don't get it, they'll be all right. They can go kick rocks. They'll be okay. You do not have to dumb your success down. You do not have to dumb down the things that give you joy, that you've worked hard, John, right. like you said. You don't have to do that. Start fostering that. If they get uncomfortable, that's on them. I think that we should come in the room and- Face first. Face first. Not in a way that's going to stick it to folks. Yeah, not like an, an arrogant idiot. No, right? not like an arrogant, but in a way that's like, hey- like this is bringing everybody up and this yeah. is like this is just what we do this is who we are like i love that dude i love it i love, I love it. it hey and by the way if you're per- like we always want this to be a, a community where you can share your wins it's not bragging it's not bragging so we want to hear from you guys leave it in the chats leave it in the comments uh put it on our social media tell us what you're doing tell us how you doubled your income tell us how your business is popping off tell us how you're succeeding and we will always slap you a high five it reminds me um when james and I and Kelly kicked off my show several years ago in the basement, right? We we're down in a basement studio. Mm-hmm. And I was so new to this whole thing. People would call and say, hey, my mom's got cancer. I don't know what to do. Hey, my wife cheated on me. I don't know what to do. Hey, my kid's sick. So often at the beginning, I would ask the question, why are you calling me? Like, I'm a strange, <laughs> random <remember> dude. <laughs> and they would say to a person, man, I got nobody. I got nobody to tell the hard stuff. And as we're having this conversation... I wonder how many more people don't have anybody to tell the good stuff to. Yeah. Like, hey, I had a good week. I had my first week where I wasn't, the depression wasn't so heavy. And I, I got out and went for a walk every day this week. Yeah. And I got nobody to call. Yeah. Right. This is the first week since I finished chemo that I can go for a walk around my neighborhood and my guts don't feel like they're going to come out mm-hmm. of my body. I, mm-hmm. I get nobody to call. And so, we, I talk a lot about loneliness. We talk a lot about loneliness, having somebody to call in, in an emergency. This conversation, Jade, is, and I'm, I'm, ch- I'm changing my mind in real time. I think that the conversation, yeah, you got to have somebody to call in an emergency. Yeah. Your body needs to know you're safe. But there's something to be said for, do you have somebody that you can celebrate your life with? The little All of it. bitty wins. Mm-hmm. And everybody listening to the show, the big tough guys in the big trucks, the single moms with three kids and everybody in between. You're worth having people in your life that you can celebrate with. That's right. Go make it happen. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll see you soon. Hey, what's up?
What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.